I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Why would we do something like that? I don't know. That seems just so out of left field. That's out of character for us. So anyway, welcome to your weekly Star Trek Drunken Podcast. We're here to get drunk while watching Star Trek. Uh, And this month, we've got a fantastic theme. Uh, Since today is February 12th in your time, it's not our time, but in your time, it's February 12th, Valentine's Day is coming up this weekend, we have decided to do a month-long celebration of the weirdest sex episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> so Strangest, sexiest episodes. Strangest, sexy episodes. Strange, sexy episodes. Which we haven't done very well on so far. No, no, but... we did the Naked Time last week, and as we figured out, as Amanda pointed out, not very sexy. <laughs> I think it's maybe as sexy as the first series gets. I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, it did have a... Did I have, mean, mild misogyny and, yeah, yeah, basically. It's and the oil, oiled up Sulu holding a sword. A yeah. sweaty decay. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> so this week, we're going to do the Next Generation equivalent, The Naked uh, Now... Which, is it just me, or is a lot of the first season of TNG remaking good episodes of the original oh, series? Oh, totally. Yeah, it definitely, definitely is. Definitely. And we are surprised to learn that this is, in fact, after the encounter of Farpoint two-parter, the second episode <laughs> of the uh, You were surprised. Okay. I think Matt and I knew. We knew. <laughs> yeah, we knew. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. That's fair. You knew, I didn't. Yeah. Um, or I'd forgotten, anyway. Um... And so we know that. I mean, and to be fair, though, I mean, in the original series, they did their naked episode five, five. episode five, five. episode yeah. five. So I mean, I guess it's a early Star Trek tradition to do. Though Charlie X, I think, was episode three, wasn't it? Yeah, they had Kirk's three. package in episode. Uh, three. I mean, I am just overly sensitive to people saying that I did not know something nerdy because I have a vagina. That's fair. So I might be like, nope, nope, I didn't know that. <laughs> That is, that is, that is a we would, we would never insinuate that you knew or did not know something because of your vision. I know you guys that. wouldn't, but there are people out there. Well, definitely people out there. So, anywho, um, we know at least there's some sex in this episode. <laughs> We're going to get that sex, damn it. Um, <laughs> is there actual sex or just almost sex? Oh, yes, there's, there's actual sex. Like, it's off screen, but it does happen. Okay, excellent. Yep. Uh, when we figure out, when we find out one of the characters is. Fully functional. functional and programmed uh, in various yeah. techniques. Yeah, but that's spoilers. And so. yeah, my parents never let me watch this episode when I was a kid. <laughs> really, your parents monitored your Star Trek viewing when you were a well, child. Well, they're the ones who watched it. That's fair. I mean, mine. I they. Just, I just watched. No one else in my family watched it, so it's kind of my alone time. Exactly. Could... No one else in my family watched. Well, Star I mean, Trek okay. So me. after I watched the Tasha Yar episode, that's scarred me for a very long time. They very closely monitored what I was watching on Star Trek. That's, 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 no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. They're like, oh, maybe this isn't the family-friendly fun we had thought of the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someone's soul being sucked out of them by a tar monster is not suitable for young children. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, that. I think uh, I was like four years old. That's one of my earliest memories. Oh my god. <laughs> You were a baby. I know. One of my earliest memories is Tasha Yar being <laughs> destroyed by that tar monster. 
I, I think that's something you should like put on a t-shirt. That's, that's so should, sad. That's something you should be proud of. That's so sad. <laughs> All oh right. Oh my goodness. So any hoozle, <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with the episode. So what we'll do is we're going to start the episode here in a sec. We'll say three, two, one, engage. When we do that, we say engage, start the episode, and you'll be more along in sync with us. So without further ado, three, two, one, Engage. engage. We've got our opening shot of the Star Trek Enterprise flying in the frame. The gratuitous full frontal shot of the Star Trek <laughs> Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Slow pan. Mm. Up the Look at them themselves. Side. Mm. Also, did did the um, did the captioner not know how to spell Tchaikovsky? Or probably because that was not how you spelled Tchaikovsky. There's a couple of different ways, actually, because <laughs> of the ways that you can convert the uh, Russian alphabet oh. into English. Party it's noise. like how czar can be T-S-A-R and C-Z-A-R. Yeah. Wow, that's that's very wrong. <laughs> I like that party noises was one of the subtitles. <laughs> oh my, she's willing and waiting. <laughs> she almost sounds like Catherine Janeway. A little bit, yeah, I can see that. They look it's so like a surprised. thousand voices tried out at once, and then we're silenced. <laughs> so it's Deanna Troy. Beardless. Oh my god, Deanna Troy is just sort of like, you can just see her hair. She's her like weird hair bottles. <laughs> also, beardless Riker is still so weird looking. I'm so, like, so curious about the two con stations in the first season, because they're reclined. Mm-hmm. They don't sit up straight. They like lean back, and it's it's it looks that's so, so strange to me. <laughs> that's so you can navigate and chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at all the panties all over the place! Mm-hmm. Oh my, someone's panties are front and center at this shot. <laughs> I remember my ex would always get super mad at me whenever I said panties in reference to his underwear. <laughs> Why? Oh, no. Dead in his masculinity or something? <laughs> oh, and there's Tasha Yar looking exceptional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A wild party. We gotta make sure we gotta remember not to not to read. Riker's like, yes, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> Apparently tricorders can read. The levels of partying that have been happening. <laughs> oh my god. You know, space, space fraternities, they would totally have those tricorders. I'm like, hey bro, this party's not wild Tricorders like, I've seen better. <laughs> Someone blew out the hatch, man. Also, is that is that Starship placard written in Russian? I think it is. Where? Well, it is the SS Tchaikovsky, so. Yeah. But is. still, isn't there like a unified language for the Federation? Or do they just have starships in all different languages? That's very English. It actually says Tchaikovsky, too. Yeah, it's very English-centric of you, Matt. Yeah, but still. <laughs> I, I have to feel like if you're a military organization, you have to agree on one language that all of your ships have to go by. Also, oh, hello. I'm a little disappointed that you guys weren't properly impressed by my ability to read this, read this really off. But. <laughs> well, I know that you're a poli-sci major. <laughs> 
focuses specifically on the USSR. So yeah, I would, <laughs> also I, them buttocks. Also, what them butts. The, in this callback to the original episode? Them yeah, butts. everything's frozen. So Jody, everything's Jody frozen, is just and people are out with all the people are actually naked. <laughs> She's unlike fully in the clothed naked time. in the shower. Oh my god! Omg! Lol! It's that thing Kurt couldn't get past in the first episode. <laughs> And then Stradi was like, yeah, the weirdest thing here is that that moment person was fully clothed in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> if, if people on my ship start getting fully clothed and showering, I'll get out of here warp factor forever. Notice how they don't even bother with the biohazard suits in this one. <laughs> They've gotten even more backwards. It's 100 well, years later. I mean, or maybe they just learned that their biohazard suits are woefully inadequate anyway, so until they invent new biohazard oh, suits. Oh, right, opening credits. The biohazard suits, they do nothing. They do nothing. <laughs> Alright, so, um, Amanda and I are continuing our... our um, blood wine valentine. Blood wine valentine. Matt has switched to um, a, a clean... A blood wine vodka time. A clean-on screwdriver. It's blood orange and uh, vodka. So. Alright. <sighs> That's still pretty nasty. Do you just not like blood orange, I think you just don't like blood orange. It might just be that that vodka is super cheap. But it has such a cool bottle. How could it be so cheap? What what vodka was it? I don't know. It came in like... The bottle kind of looked like a... A Diablo 2 potion. (laughs) It's supposed to be some sort of organic vodka. I don't know. Oh, (laughs) I almost bought french fries for us to snack on today, and then I forgot them. <laughs> so okay. I can have French fries as mm-hmm. long as they don't have any stuff added to them and yeah. they're baked. Yeah. Well, to, to go back to what I was going to say, Amanda, I'm I am impressed that you can read the Cyrillic, but not surprised. Okay. So I just want to be recognized. Oh no, I rec- my awesome. I, I recognize. <laughs> Will Wheaton is Wesley Crusher. Oh, Will Wheaton. <laughs> I'm so sad you don't like him. He's so cool. So <laughs> nice, too. And, you know, maybe it's just that I haven't seen him in the right thing since, um, you know, since Star Trek. Like, I don't know, like, everything I've watched of him, he just kind of comes off as smug. He, he's a very, so, like, he posts a lot of stuff about depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so when I met him, I talked to him a little bit about how, like, part of that was inspiring, and I went back on meditation, and mm-hmm. then he talked to me for, like, 15 minutes about how I was feeling and how it was going, mm-hmm. and That's very nice. nice, very nice person. Yeah. Maybe records from the USS Enterprise, when they encountered madness such as this, and it was water yeah, transforming I- itself into alcohol? Google space madness again. <laughs> No, it's okay. They're going to set the teleporter to maximum decontamination. Mm -hmm. Everything will be fine. Uh. (laughs) Why was she doing a medical examination of him? He's an android. I don't know. I mean, I guess that explains why the forge is there. Also, is there some way we can blame this plague on the forge? Because that would... Oh my god. He was the like, one who okay, did so... touch something. He was the one who touched the lady in the shower. He was, oh. yeah. So, like... It's always Jordy's fault. <laughs> like, everything. I know that there's, like... Okay, so there's a lot of Jordy data slash, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. 
I wonder how much of that is Jordy playing doctor on Data. Because Jordy's an engineer oh. and Data's an android. And that's I, just, could, I would uh, not imagine a majority of it, but I imagine there's a fair But I feel of it. like if people were clever, it would be a majority of it. Yeah. Oh, Data, I need to check out the maintenance on your penis unit. <laughs> for those of you on your uh, pumps. For those of you at home... Uh, Matt is over here making a obscene gesture. It's a jerk off motion. <laughs> oh no, it is LaForge that infected everybody. Yep. Oh, LaForge. <laughs> I feel LaForge. <laughs> well, at least this time it wasn't like him like fucking with the computers or fucking with the holodeck or fucking a character on the holodeck. No, we haven't done that. Oh, so Riker actually remembers when this happened on the original Enterprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> also, they have bio like biomechanical books. Does that mean cyborgs are a thing? Like they never reference cyber cyber cyber. You know, I assume that if you cybernetics can... in in Star Trek, other than the Borg. Well, and Jordy's fake eyes from the film. Yeah. True. I mean, I'm sure it goes on all the time. Mm-hmm. But they probably can't work on a starship. It's probably as like rigorously done as the military mm-hmm. these days. Mm. And wasn't there an episode where like Worf got like a spine from Doctor Pulaski? Yeah, they used the teleporter. Mm. Possibly in conjunction with the replicator. I don't remember that episode, but yeah. They, like, teleport a new spine into him mm-hmm. because he broke his back. <laughs> so many... We'll have to do just a bunch of episodes where, like, diseases get cured by the transporters. Repli- <laughs> never to be, like... Or, <laughs> also wear weird medical stuff that they can't deal with just gets cured at the last second just to end the episode. Yeah. Like, how... Are Paris and Janeway suddenly not giant lizards? Oh, no. Uh, well, the transporter, I think. Did they use I the think trans- it was a transporter, yeah. Maybe. Oh, my Something God. That, with a transporter. That is the worst episode. If we ever watch that episode, we will have to do it, like, drunk factor 10. Like, we... <laughs> we- oh, we didn't say what our drunk factor was this episode. Our last episode. Oh, yeah, We yeah. didn't. Presumably, we started in impulse control. Impulse, we started with full impulse control course. last episode. I'm cruising at a solid warp drunk factor five, I think. Oh, wow. wow. I'm at, like, drunk factor three, I'd say. Two. Two. I've been mixing my drinks rather strongly. It's That's best. the problem with only being able to drink, like, wine nowadays. Whiskey, Wesley Crusher. <laughs> at your service. Look at me. Look at me. I'm moving L- a chair. Look at Jordy's nipples. <laughs> anyway. So... Everyone's so, nipples. Wesley, what about the time you and your friends went down to the train tracks and saw a body? So is that... <laughs> <laughs> That's a Stand By Me reference for those of you who don't get it. I think everyone should get that. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you born after 1990. At last year's Comic-Con, uh, Chris Hardwick chaired... Was the moderator for a panel with Will Whedon on it, and at the end of it, got the entire hall D to sing um, "Stand by Me" to <laughs> Will Whedon. Nice. <laughs> so this is hall D. So is Wesley the has big one, right? At Comic-Con, hall D. It, it's it's either D or H. I think it's maybe H. Maybe H. Yeah. 
college. I've never been. I want to go so bad. That'd be really rad. I've, I've never even been to California, but... I was in California for, like, two hours. <laughs> Layover? Yeah. So, okay, so... So, I, Wesley has invented oh a device that allows him to perfectly mimic Captain Picard's voice. How is he allowed to do this? Jordy just got sexual on a child. He just started <laughs> feeling himself up, didn't he? He's he like, I'm not He's having a bit of space madness. I'm just going to rub myself in front of you. Jordy, what are you looking at? Space. space. <laughs> they don't have any conveniently placed murals on yeah, they actually have to look up. <laughs> they actually have to look out the fucking window in this version. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone know how old Wesley Crusher is at this point in the series? 14 or 15? Yeah. Really? That's very young. <sighs> Denise Crosby was in like two episodes of The Walking Dead. I'm so sad she wasn't in a bunch more. <laughs> okay, who here took like their either their or their sister's like hair like No, hair we burn? talked about this. Did we? Yep. Put it over their eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. We were pretty drunk. <laughs> I think the only reason I remember is that I re listened to that episode. <laughs> this is interesting that like <clears throat> the 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 showmakers take this whole idea of like let's get the crew drunk on space virus and like use it as a way to characterize the crew and like reveal their insecurities and their mm-hmm. the weaknesses and deficits like it's very interesting and i know we were kind of yeah. kind of like you know harping on them a bit for doing that in the second episode but it's a good way like to very quickly establish these character well, flaws that you've i mean this tng yeah. Utilizes it in a way that the original series didn't. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think they did it very well with Spock. Yeah, like, like Spock his, his was the good part. Spock was the only and a little bit with a little bit with Kirk. A little bit with Kirk. Yeah, how he felt his role as the captain like limited him in ways. <laughs> limited the things he tried to exactly bone exactly what he wanted. But there's it's, it's deeper than that too. He it he is. talks about how he feels like he's mm. a servant to the show. Yeah. But yeah, other than Spurkin' Cock... Spurk. Spurkin' Cock. Spurkin' Cock. Other than Spunkin' Cock, yes, Chris? <laughs> other than Kirk and Spock. No, he's not my neck! <laughs> it's like Irish McIrish pants and Sula with a sword. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Nurse Chapel. Like I haven't seen enough of the original series to know like how her character develops. If at He's all, also obsessed with people showering. In their I know. Cl- 
<laughs> oh, right, right. You you have records of people showering data? Well, upload them to my private quarters, and I will <laughs> it's like review that, them. It's like that Twitter Riker Google searches. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Twitter. I love that Twitter. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, you can find us at Drunk Trek, uh, Drunk Trek Cast at Twitter thing. Yes. Tweet us your twats. At Drunk Trek Don't Cast. tweet us your twats. <laughs> tweet us your tweets. Yeah. Oh my god, Tris. Sorry. I did not mean that thing about that way. It's okay. Kathy Griffin uses twat meaning tweet. So Yeah, but that's Tris is Kathy Griffin and she likes making dirty jokes. I'm clearly not Kathy Griffin. So. Ah, yes. The demon in the bottle. Alcohol. Fascinating. God knows we in our civilized time would never fall victim to such a nefarious substance. <laughs> Matt is quickly approaching Trump eight. <laughs> you know what? I'm not apologizing. Don't. So. I don't. Mm. I'm amazed how long it takes to download stuff from one station to another. This is the future. You think that should be like pretty instantaneous? It's pretty instantaneous now. Well, we're talking about like moving information over light years of distance. So I thought this was all in the ship's computer. Well, maybe it is. Also, what's up with that outfit? Though conceivably, if they're using like quantum entanglement technology to communicate, like it would be instantaneous. You're missing. You're missing. <clears throat> you're missing. Um, Tashi are having broken into Deanna Troy's quarters. Oh yeah, why the fuck don't these two hook up? <laughs> because because there's literally zero LGBT characters in Star Trek ever. I don't care. I don't know though because no, seriously. Uh, so, I mean, not right. explicitly, but I think Tasha is pitching something right here. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of LGBT subtext, but like, there's no canonical no. LGBT characters in Star yeah. Trek. Yet is, another reason why Babylon Five is so amazing. Yeah, well, and and why I'm hoping that the new series next year gets with the times. Yeah, are there any with? There aren't any in Battlestar Galactica either, are there? Um, mm. Geta is gay. Who? Uh, in Battlestar Galactica, Geta. He's the, uh, he's the kind of the helmsman. Oh, okay. Also, he's I named Geta. Yeah. <laughs> I never even paid enough attention to that character it, it, it to actually, notice. Well, and he's a more of an important character later on in the series, but he also... I watched off it until the second half of the last season. Yeah, and he, his, his, um, LGBTness was only introduced in, like, a webisodes. Oh, yeah, so... so. Felix Gata, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Though it is sad how that ends up in Babylon 5. Like, okay, we have this, like, emotionally driven lesbian relationship, and then we're just going to kill one of the characters off, because, you know... Well, it was the... And then the other one's going to get into a relationship with a guy, because, you know... Yeah. Well, and I I, I don't think it was intentional, though. I think in that case, the actress who played um, Talia, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Talia. Did she yeah. want to leave the series? Yeah, she had to leave the series. So uh, it was it wasn't because of the LGBTness, it was just because she had to leave. So her trapdoor was employed and then Yeah, like I mean, if she hadn't left the series, I think that would have been explored further. Yeah. But it was so great watching that series and having a character actually come out and explicitly say, I love this person of the same gender as me. Yeah. 
and you know, fuck, you know, for 1993. Yeah, 1993. Especially, that's yeah. huge. Oh. <laughs> Who cares about your science project, Leslie? <laughs> also, didn't he just invent a tractor beam? Like, that's already been invented. Sway those hips, Tasha, yeah. <laughs> I like the wow, crew, I like the okay. Let's, um, <clears throat> well, there are crew members just making out in the background, and that is an incredibly short uniform that that woman is wearing. I like, like it, it barely covers her butt. And Encounter at Farpoint, I actually liked that they had a man in the dress, too. That was fantastic. They did. And Picard wears one in tapestry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely not how you spell the tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but they, I will say this, though. They've been spelling it consistently that way. They have been spelling it consistently, if wrong. If wrong. <laughs> like, stick with your guns. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, well, I. Um, I think I read somewhere that they actually kind of like the reason that Tasha keeps making out with Ben in this episode was to dispel the rumor that her character was gay. That doesn't surprise me, though it does yep. disappoint me. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like my. I mean, she's. <laughs> that is exactly my philosophy towards life. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, but it does disappoint me. Yeah. Because yeah, she is very like she's a very strong, assertive female character, well, and, and she's, she's got that short hair, hair. very butch, yeah, very butch. Also, what is Wesley wearing? It's just like he's wearing a sweater, Chris. Space sweater, space sweater made out of space wool, mm-hmm. woven by space. Mm-hmm. It's not so, as crazy as space sweater. So, um, so the like, undershirt. Collar is a little weird, but that sweater is perfectly fine. Yeah. So f- find me something like I don't know, like okay. So like the Wesley Crusher stuff. I don't like his blog. I don't like his tabletop gaming series. Like, but I, you know, if, if I mean, I feel like if I've misjudged him, like I don't know. Is there what should I watch that would like endear me to? Him? Oh, so this is the totally forgettable chief engineer before Jordy. Oh yeah. Oh from- yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, wait, Cat! Wait, Wesley Crusher is the Irishman in this episode. Except he's not an Irishman; he's a teenager. Well, yeah, yeah, they just replaced. Well, we're referring back to the yes. Original. They replaced yes. being Iris with being pubescent. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you guys think of something like Will Wheaton related that I can watch, that I would like that. Or if you uh... out there, or if you out there in listener land. Uh, either of you find something that you... Like, the only thing Will Reaton related that I know of is Acquisitions Incorporated. Mm-hmm. What about you, Manda? I don't know, does he... He either plays... I feel like these days he tends to be... Play douchier characters, so I was not trying to, like, dispel your idea that he's trying to do... But that's just what he's playing. Mm-hmm. And it's fun for him to play something that's different than what he is. Yeah. Uh, okay, there's a lot of, like, touching and rubbing going on in these extras. In front of the the teenager. Um. (laughs) Oh my god, Wesley. (laughs) Oh my goodness, this is crazy. I, uh, I don't even know what to say right now because I'm kind of weirded out. I'm kind of grossed out. McDougal. <laughs> Chief Engineer McDougal. So they're bringing the character the Iris back. no one remembers from this show. Mm-mm. I mean, when did Jordy get promoted? It was like season two, right? Uh, 
I don't remember if it's at some point in season one or season two, but yeah, at some point she leaves and there's like a a vie for chief engineer and there's an episode where Jordy's going up against this other guy and Jordy inevitably gets it. <laughs> Var Burton though is a national treasure. Like. Var Burton's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Like just you know, <laughs> he's awesome. He's fantastic. I love Will Burton. <laughs> <laughs> like Worf and Data bonding. <laughs> Worf and Data are a fantastic. Like they don't get enough time together. They don't really. Also, did okay. So this is my. So did they ever explain why Worf switched sashes, sashes, sashes? No, they don't. Sashes <laughs> between seasons. <laughs> they don't. No, there's no explanation as to why like he changes from the, the original, cloth to the original series to the chain to the chainmail. When he changes from a red shirt to a yellow shirt, I, there's no explanation that I'm Maybe aware of. it just blends better. <laughs> it's aesthetic. He's just like, this does not go well with my red shirt. This is a bad day. <laughs> oh, my. Get your drinks ready. Get drinks ready. Mom! Mom! <laughs> Something's oh weird my. happening on Star Trek. Oh my Why god. Oh my god. <laughs> well, they're. Side um, babe. Back in 19, 1990, 1989? 88, 87. 87. Back, back in 87, I think I need an adult. So drinks. <laughs> so cheers. Ooh, clinks. Clinks for drinks. Mm. Oh no. Oh Jesus oh, Christ. Oh no. my god. I knew that this was introduced at some point in her backstory. I didn't know it was this episode. I knew and especially she- right before she has sex with Data. Oh my fucking god. Yikes. I, I remember the episode where it was her sister, and it was like kind of back where she was found. And Jesus, oh, it's a little problematic. Very. Okay. No, no. I think we took the shot where we needed an adult at just the right time. Yeah. yeah. Ah, just give enough time to try and clear. The program has multiple techniques, so a broad, broad variety of pleasuring. And how we weren't going to read along the subtitles. I'm sorry. We should not. We shouldn't, but still, it bears. Wait, 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 wait. Data just fucking smirked. Did you guys see that? Oh, yeah, he's he been did. infected now, Chris, because, you know, androids. He has some biomaterial in him, though. Does he? Does he? That's what I he was thought saying. He was Why fully... else would he be in biomechanical textbooks? That's fair. But I always thought he was completely cybernetic. I mean, it might mechanical. have been something that was, like, retconned later. Oh shit! Though this, or is... maybe he's like a Terminator, like a yeah. you know, like living tissue over That's a what yeah, I computerized cell. Well, no, because when he's with the board queen, she puts the living tissue on him. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. Also, um, this is just a beat for beat remake of that episode. Like, it is pretty much like the like a a a stupid person has locked themselves into engineering. Yeah, and no one else can get in, and they've taken over the ship. Um, everyone's acting weird. Oh no, Deanna's getting horny because everyone else on the ship is horny. Deanna's thirsty. Also, her fucking uniform this season. I'm. I'm trying to figure out if. I mean, her it's no hair longer... Things actually light up, or if that is really reflective. The room is reflective. 
I mean, it's no longer the miniskirt she was in in the, in the pilot episode. She's at least got a full bodysuit um, now, but still. One of the things I loved is my the library where I spent most of my childhood. The librarian was also a Star Trek nerd. Mm-hmm. So we had all the Star Trek novels in the library. Uh, and um, That was also the case for me in elementary school. Like, there was me and one other Trekkie and the librarian. Yeah, so it, well, this was the public library for me. And and they actually, so this just reminds me of uh, reading the novel Imzadi. Yes. Which is actually a really, actually not, not a bad Star Trek novel. It's not a bad novel. My so, dad had tons of Star Trek novels. He's never but seen I never a rainbow. Can we talk the about the fact that LeVar Burton has never seen a so, rainbow? Uh, oh, poor Jordy. Don't put that on your Tinder profile, Jordy, because that will be a turnoff. He never saw the rainbow, but he certainly read about he it. He certainly read a rainbow. <laughs> his, his username is like Rainbow Misser. <laughs> oh, my God. Federation Tinder. Federation Tinder. Uh, nobody swipes right on Jordy. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, so true. Remember the episode where he's trying to grow a beard? That was yes, it was so bad. He was like, "I want to be like Riker." <laughs> That's a like. Even today, like, <laughs> even today though, like Jordy still, Jordy and Dana are like my two favorite TNG characters, like hands down. So I'm going to go out and infect more people because I'll be horny and not be able to stop touching people. Touch everyone. Hashtag Space Tinder. <laughs> space Tinder. <laughs> oh my goodness. I wonder if SpaceTinder.com is available. <laughs> and just upload pictures of crew of the Wait, Enterprise. That was the exact, they just reused the shot of the guy building his tower of computer chips. Yeah. Oh, the isolunar chips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sir, how are you doing, sir? This week at tabletop, we're playing. Well, why, sir? We're playing isolating your chip Jenga. <laughs> Damn it, Wesley! <laughs> so there's some sort of meme going around where, like, Will Wheaton was like. He's like, anybody that says, damn it, Wesley, to me, I'm going to block him on whatever. <laughs> and then it just says, it's just Patrick Stewart be like, no, damn it, Wesley. It's anyone who says, shut up, Wesley, yeah, I'm going to block them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Patrick Stewart's just like, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> no, he said, shut up, Will. Well, shut up, Will. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Patrick Stewart's the best. It's that's so strange. Oh, God, it's a puberty episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel strange, but so also good. good. Also, by show of hands, who here feels strange, but also good? Woo! <laughs> Everybody here, Racer. <laughs> not, not strange enough, but good. <laughs> so, for those of you that don't have the subtitles on, they keep they keep spelling the ship like Solkovsky, like not Tchaikovsky. It's T S I O L K O S V K Y. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird spelling. <laughs> Did you just call him Skipper? Skipper? Skipper. Gosh, Gilligan, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So Let's for, check in with a professor before you do anything. So if, 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 if Wesley is Gilligan and Picard is the Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> then Data is the professor. Obviously. Data is the professor. Uh, Riker and Troy are Mr. and Mrs. Howell. Mr. and Mrs. Howell. Who's uh, Marianne? 
Oh, uh, Crusher? Crusher. Crusher would be Mary. <laughs> well, no, Crusher's ginger, let's be honest. Yeah, Crusher's ginger. LeVar, uh, uh, LeVar Burton. Tori is Mary What's that, a sonic driver? They have sonic screwdrivers? Sonic screwdrivers, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, this series was great for, let's point, lighting up things at things mm-hmm. and pretend that fixes something. Mm-hmm. Because it uses, I don't know, <laughs> light energy, plasma. It's never fucking explained. It's something. It's, it, it is sonic screwdrivers. Uh, That's exactly what it fucking is. Yep. <sighs> also, I always really like that science class of vessel. Yeah, it is a nice, it is a cool nice design. design. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of those micro machines that had that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Data. 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 I, 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 oh I reblogged that demo on Tumblr a few times too. Where <laughs> it's just him standing in the doorway, just coming into the doorway. Oh my god, Brent Spiner is amazing. In oh, it was episode. his birthday a few days ago. Happy birthday, Brent Spiner. Happy birthday, Brent Spiner. <laughs> I just lost my virginity, Captain. Why is he infected? I don't know, but it's fantastic. It doesn't make any sense. He has to have some bio material on him. Doesn't matter. We assume he does because it's amazing. <laughs> if you prick me, do I not? Like... <laughs> I think that's wait, wait, Star Trek Six hadn't come out at this Psylocke. point. Psylocke. Star Trek Six hadn't come Psylocke. out at this point. Psylocke. He's, I know he's, he's up doing the Psylocke. But they use that line in Star Trek Six. If you pick yeah. me, I believe. Yeah, I like from the Merchant of Venice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you have not read Shakespeare, and you <laughs> what a pratfall! Also, <laughs> this we, is where my vagina is. We need to fuck, Captain. Come quickly! <laughs> oh, I, you know, I actually have to applaud the restraint. Of the next generation and the movies that they never actually hooked Picard and Crusher up. Because I feel like, I mean, they were hinting at that relationship for a long time, and I feel like a lesser show would have, like, totally just done it. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with um, Janeway and Takrote. Yeah. They hinted at it for a while, and then it's trying to fizzle it out. But this, they hinted at it for all seven seasons. Like, it wasn't like that attraction everyone away, it's just that they were both never really. Never really consummated. Well, because of her husband. Well, yeah, Jack Crusher, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Since you're kind of led to his death. Also, I forgot, that, uh, yeah, in season one and two, the, the, the uniforms zip up the front, so, you know. Yes, they do, which make a lot more sense than... <clears throat> excuse me. Which make a lot more sense than the later series uniforms would zip up in the back. And you have to wonder, like, but do you have somebody else zip you <laughs> up in the morning? Did you just miss the wave? No, no we, I we saw the wave. Okay, the wave is no, You know what's amazing? <laughs> when, when the situation called for it in the later seasons, they still magically unzipped up the front. That's true. Wait, did she touch him? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she put her hands on him. I'd just like to note at this point, for anyone who's listening what? to this podcast... <laughs> UV blue at Mountain Dew is a dangerous mixture. Well, I th- yeah, because th- Mountain Dew has so much caffeine. That's why they. That's why they outlawed Four Loco, Matt. 
<laughs> also, this is the, exactly what happened in the original series. It's very similar effect. Like I said, this first series, they're just like ma- remaking a lot of the best original series episodes. Yep. <sighs> Fuck me. Remember oh how Matt God. was like, I've never been hungover before? When we told him, we kept telling him, Matt, <laughs> Matt, it's your turn. Because the last few episodes, it's been like me and Amanda. It's my turn. It's yeah. my turn to be completely fucked up by the second episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I love it. No, no. No complaints here, no Matt. No complaints at Me all. and Amanda are into it. We are fully supporting you in whatever you choose to do. Also, for those of you at home, Matt moved. Matt recently moved. He now lives a block away from my house, so he can literally just stumble home whenever he wants. Thank you, Chris. So all the stalkers listening to this they episode... They don't know where his house is. Yeah. Not yet. Wait till another drunken ramble, and he gives away his address. That seems like very. You have to be really, really drunk, and then when he's editing, he can undo it. Yeah, I mean, if I was like, "Oh yeah, I live at two hundred nine East Eureka Street," like you know, I would edit that out. But that's not where you live. That's not where I live. No, it's where I used to live. I lived there like ten years ago, and I think it was two hundred nine West Eureka Street. But which is like a few blocks from here, so. <laughs> What's the question? Just played adult. That's the best. That's the best. So sometimes you don't need an adult, apparently. (laughs) Dana's so fucked right now. Dana Dana looked like I feel. (laughs) Fritz Spider, never stop being yourself. Apparently he's going to be back in some form for the new Independence Day film, and that is amazing. Oh my god, I love Brent Spiner. That'll be fantastic. Why isn't Brent Spiner in more things? Brent Spiner is fantastic. Brent Sp- we'll have to... D- okay. So Brent Spiner apparently uh, like makes a cameo as Dr. Noonien Sung in Enterprise in, yeah. in a number of episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to do those at some point. Yeah. Because well, that will be pe- player- people from other Star Trek series... In that would be other people's other Star Trek series appearing in other Star Treks. Yeah. Also, did anybody here ever um, listen to his album "Old Yellow Eyes" is back? No. Wait, he 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 recorded an album. Yeah, that referenced directly Star Trek. Yeah, he did, it, he did a album that referenced Star Trek. Uh, it's kind of a riff <coughs> on the Frank Sinatra album "Old Blue Eyes" is back. Yeah. And it's Brent Spiner singing like the jazz standards. So there's a giant nugget of gold floating towards them. <laughs> Brent Spiner gave me a hug once. I'm so jealous. It was pretty awesome. I never, I never got a chance to meet any of my Star Trek idols except for Magel Barrett, which I think I mentioned in a previous episode. Like one of my friends paid money to get her autograph and let me like kind of yeah. hang along in line with him. Yep, yep, yep. Um, can't afford to get like this. I'm going to want to have sex with you because I am William Riker. <laughs> Do you think they'll come back to Tasha just, like, smoking a cigarette and being like, Oh, yeah. and here we come to the most sexually tense scene in the entire episode. Beverly. Beverly. Jean-Luc. Oh my god, this is some role-playing shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> you will address Games me as Captain. Bad, super Zip, hot. and you will address Games this as the first mate. All the characters in this, all the characters in the main crew are super hot, like, uh, She's super making that word right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Captain. oh, Beverly and John. Oh, oh no, is she gonna hypo spray him? 
Yes, but probably with a cure. I hope it's with. It is like these two have one of the great unresolved romances. Well, of we, Star Trek. I think we were talking about that when you were off in the bathroom. Was like one of the cool things about Next Generation was that they never actually resolved that. Like, no, they don't. And um, which is great because we never have a scene with with Wesley looking at the captain, <laughs> going, "You're not my father." <laughs> but okay, we see Jean Luc with a bunch of other women. Do a we bunch? see? No, I mean, enough. We see, we see. Do we see Beverly with other men? We see her at least in one other episode with an, like an Irish ghost. That doesn't count. <laughs> Irish ghosts don't count. I, <laughs> did you say ghosts, not goats? I, what did I say? You <laughs> say goats. <laughs> Irish <laughs> goats certainly do not count. Goats or ghosts don't count, man. <laughs> Um, no, and that, you know, that's the thing, like, I, obviously, I mean, most of the female characters get few lo- fewer lovers than the male characters. Though I think Tro- Troy gets a few, doesn't she? She gets, like, the, um... Yeah. yeah. She gets alternate Riker, and regular Riker, and Worf. Worf. Well, and, this is, and, and then there are other guys And then there, there, is, there is an episode where she falls for another guy who turns out to be a telepath. Yeah. 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 And wasn't there one where she gets knocked up by, like, the personification of helium or something like that? Wait, the personification of helium? Can we just have, like, weird science episodes in this one, hello? Like, weird science. Oh, my God. We have to do the episode at some point where Kirk, be- where, where, where Picard becomes, like, the like the personification of the, the moon, and Data is the personification of the sun. Oh, the one where they're wearing the masks? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's anyway, one of the best slash craziest fucking episodes. Well, maybe in yeah. April, series. because in, in March, we're going to get Amanda's favorite episodes. That is my birthday. It's her birth month. So. <laughs> I As a kid, I always, my favorite scenes were always ones where, like, they fast motion data and he's, like, doing shit stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, especially as a kid, I mean, even now, but always, especially as a kid, always wanted to be data. Like, I was like. Data was pretty awesome. I actually was Data for Halloween one year. Oh, that's amazing. My mom, like, actually sewed the uniform for me. See, I never really got custom costumes like that. My, it was like we had a bag of costumes that my dad had purchased in the 80s that we picked from every year. So usually I was a clown or a tiger or a clown again or a clown tiger. When I was a kid, my mom always sewed our costumes. That's rad. Also, the USS whatever that is is going to blow the fuck up. The Tchaikovsky or Tchaikovsky. The, the Tchaikovsky. That's right. That's right. I was like, it's like the USS Oberlin. No, I was like, it's the Tchaikovsky. There it goes. Pow, 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 oh, pow, wow. boom, pow, explosion, pow. Guys, can I say how excited I am that we're going to get like new Star Trek episodes like next year? If I'm excited yet reserved. Thing, I'm not even reserved. How do we have like, CBS, whatever it is. CBS, right? Well, we have the Pirate Bay here, so we'll be able to watch okay. it. Obviously, we'll have to do. I think that might be an incriminating statement, Chris. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> but yes, obviously, we'll have to do. Um, weekly, they don't know where we are. Weekly, weekly new Star Trek reviews. Um, weekly drunken new Star Trek reviews. But, I'm just excited. So, what, so what, will we like watch a new episode and each week and another one of us kind of summarizes it and gives our point of view on it? Yeah, I think so. And we'll, I think we'll watch the episode while drinking and then we'll get drunk and then we'll do a podcast about what the episode we just watched. Okay. So they're going to like 
commend <laughs> Wesley on his repulsor. I like that Picard just bullshit. I like that Picard literally just manhandled put, him. like manhandled him, injected it with toxin, and just got the fuck out of there. It's not toxin; it's a cure. cure. I mean, it would be funny if he injected it with toxin, <laughs> but he doesn't. And also, Tasha and Deanna coming off the same turbo lift. Subtext, <laughs> ladies Tasha, and gentlemen. Tasha avoiding, avoiding data. At least I mean, you know that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. She's actually fucking like... Aww. Poor data. He has no emotions about it. Like, yeah, that's the best way for that to go. Let's go. Fuck it. She's just like, yeah. That's okay. Subtext, I was infected. We don't need to talk about it. Though it does come back up in Measure of a Man, though. It comes back up yeah. in Measure of a Man, and it comes back up in Star Trek First Contact. Yeah, I guess it does. The Borg Queen asks him, have you ever had sex? And he's like, yes, I did, like... Seven years seven ago. Seven years ago. He's programmed for it. And then, I think he actually repeats that line. He's like, I'm programmed for multiple functions of... That's fully functional, idea. programmed in multiple techniques. Yes. How Which, long has it been since you used them? Seven years, yada, 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 too long. Kiss, and then fucking in the middle of engineering, apparently. <clears throat> because the Borg Queen is also fully functional, it would seem. Yeah, well, she has a biological body. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, though, the Borg Queen, like... I know I like the fact that the Borg are matriarchal, but I always felt like they kind of took away from, like... I like, I like First Contact, but it kind of made the Borg zombies. And one of the things I always really liked about the Borg was that they were just like... They didn't look like zombies. They were just like... It was, it was more techno-horror. Like, but, I mean, they're drones. Yeah, they're exactly. like bees. They're worker bees. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why? I love you, Matt. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, a Borg episode or movie directed by David Cronenberg? Exactly. Oh my god. That I would, would enjoy that. I would that would, I would watch nothing else but that except on repeat. There would be techno organic assholes everywhere. Well it's a shame you know, it's it's a shame that um Oh shit, what's his name? <laughs> it's a shame that um Jonathan Frakes. No, the Swedish the Swedish horror director who did the alien stuff. Um, whose name I would normally know, but apparently just it's like it's fucking gone. He died recently. Um, he did a bunch of penis-themed, like, sci-fi artwork. Mm. Oh, you're talking about that dude. Yeah. <laughs> that dude. Yeah, that, that, I, I that finishes it. I his name as well, but, uh, H.R. Geiger? Geiger, Jesus Christ. Yes, Geiger. How the fuck could I not remember H.R. Geiger's name? Uh, I'm going, <laughs> going <laughs> to get lynched. Um, anywho. Um, how could I not remember H.R. Geiger's name? That's crazy. Uh, anywho, um, H.R. Geiger, who, by the way, was supposed to do Hodorowsky's Dune. Yes. If any of our listeners, by the way, have not seen Hodorowsky's Dune, watch it immediately in whatever form you can. Any of our podcasts. It's an amazing, amazing documentary. And, yeah, just do it. All right. So, um, Amanda. No, we did you first last time. Shoot. So, all right. Well, you didn't ask me. Okay, Chris, what did you learn this week? What I learned this week is that Data is fully functional and programmed to please you, which means that Dr. Soon is quite the perfect. Because how many hours did Dr. Soon spend programming Data to know these things? 
Also, where did he get his research? Like, where? Like, do you think he programmed data for the purpose of pleasing himself? Yeah, or like, you know, like he's pleased all these. He's programming all these techniques. Like, what techniques? Like, like did he program like the Kama Sutra in there? Like, but I mean, okay. So, what do you feel? Is in this point with their. They're androids. What they have is basically the uh, Matrix way of downloading things into them. Yeah. So basically all I have to do is like connect them to some sort of Kinsey material. And then you're good. <laughs> the Kinsey material. The Kinsey database. So, um, Amanda, what did you learn? Uh, what I learned is that whenever you have a spunky kid around, things will go wrong. That's a good point. <laughs> Matt, I, I, I I'm, a, I'm I'm perpetually against the archetype of the of the plucky kid. That's one of my yeah. least favorite movie tropes. Matt. Okay, this is an aside. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but I know we've talked we've talked before about Benedict Cumberbatch as Data in a Star Trek remake. Yes. What would you guys think of um of um shit. I remember me not being really into Benedict Cumberbatch as Data. I remember alternately suggesting Fassbender. What would you guys think of Tom Hiddleston as Data? I feel like Tom Hiddleston's eyes are too emotional for you to really believe that he is an android. What Uh, what about Tom Hiddleston as Riker, man? Oh my god, I think it's Chame. <laughs> uh, I think that's what we learned this now. week. So what did you learn this week, Matt? Uh, that Tom Hiddleston as Riker makes Amanda... No! That's not what you learned. <laughs> we knew that before, Matt. That is an established fact. So what did you... What did what you learn from the episode itself? What did I learn from the episode itself? I, I learned that no one fucking remembers who the chief engineer was before Jordy. True facts. True. Fact, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it's something Scottish. McGregor? Mac- no. Mac something. Mac something. McDougal. 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 Yeah. Not McGregor. McGregor is the farmer who chases a Peter Rabbit. Yes, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there for another week. Of drug trek, <laughs> we, we we we've hit our Peter Rabbit quota. We've hit our data. All right, so we got what we've got coming up next week, guys, is a Voyager episode. What happens in an episode, Matt? Uh, it's the one where the the Vulcan engineer ponfars all over Bellana Torres. <laughs> oh, gross. That's all right. It's the Voyager episode, Blood Fever. So Blood Fever. Stick. Stick with us for that. We'll be back next week. <laughs> same Star Trek time, same Star Trek place. Uh, and until then, drink long and prosper. Bye. 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 <laughs>